Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. That's right. All right, all right, all right. Get ready to take that red pill, Neo. (laughs) What's up, kids? Welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. I'm Chad Sowash. On today's show, Google for Jobs is for real. Investment cash continues to roll in for employment startups, and LinkedIn terms, turns up the heat with its own job search enhancements. Holy crap. Don't call the job board. It's a recruitment platform, people. Oh, Stay tuned. Want a productivity tool that you can provide to your recruiters that is easy to use and instantly eliminates the busy work of recruiting? Making your recruiters two times faster on the web? Then you'll want to check out Web Clip Drop, which is a browser-based productivity tool that your recruiters will love. Using Web Clip Drop, your recruiters can instantly clip any profile or resume from any site online, and then they can drop that data into your applicant tracking system, CRM, or even send a clean profile URL to hiring managers for review, saving hours of copying and pasting data, or cleaning resumes for introduction. Web Clip Drop can also find the email contact information for most professional contacts online, saving you thousands of dollars in fees for paper contact sites. There's much more this powerful and simple tool can do. Check it out now at webclipdrop.io and use the promo code HIREDAILY2017, no spaces, to get an exclusive offer only for podcast listeners. Exclusive offer. Podcast podcast listeners only. Web clip drop, go. We're both a little tongue tied today. I'm not sure why. Oh, I need more coffee. We're, we're just we're just so in awe of of the bomb dro- uh, Google dropped this week on the job board industry. Yeah, we saw we saw that coming though. Saw it coming, but it, it's official. Like the CEO comes out on stage and talks about it. So this isn't even sort That's of an big. under the radar test. Their CEO came out and talked about it. So that that's wow. news in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. So, so talk about what we've seen thus far from the beta desktop screenshots and this new mobile version. Because we've gotten kind of like a a little feel from um, some screenshots that we sh- we saw from down under. Uh, but then we also saw with this one there was some there was a mobile version. What I mean, what what did you take away from that? Yep. So what we we kind of know about this is uh, if you've used Google, and I'm going to assume most of our listeners have. Uh, you've probably searched for restaurants or you know stuff that's local, maybe yep. maps, etc. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to look pretty similar to that. Uh, it's going to be above the fold, which I think is a really big deal. Yes. Um, it's going to take up a lot of the screen from what we've seen. And it's going to tie in a variety of sources from job sites to corporate sites to even some niche niche job sites. So we're not quite sure exactly how Google is uh, getting its content, although we have a, a little bit of insight from yesterday's press conference, um, it's going to take users directly to the job posting where they can then apply. Um, duplicate content is a big deal with Google. So this is clearly sort of an effort to de-dupe the, uh, the job board space, which mm-hmm. makes life really tough for a lot of people who yes. make a living from spreading around the, the same content from site to site. Yep. But uh, we do know that uh, CareerBuilder and Monster our collaborators with Google in this, which is sort of ironic since indeed uh, the big headed monster today in the job search space sort of crushed 
career builder and monster back in the day. Maybe uh, this is some redemption for a career builder and monster. Okay, so that well, that being said, I mean, before before we go down the rabbit hole even more, talk a little bit about that history. So let's set the stage for how indeed did the whole Trojan horse on monster and career builder, and how again, I think that's a good setup for this, right? Yeah, yeah. So when Indeed launched, and they launched with with a few other vertical search engines, uh, WorkZoo, Simply Hired, Jobster were a few that some might remember. Um, it was really great for job boards. It was free content. Uh, job boards would put their traffic uh, postings on those sites. People would search jobs and then click over to Monster, Career Builder, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indeed, more than any, gradually became a more uh, prominent destination for corporate jobs, whereas the job boards were forced to pay essentially for advertising space above the fold, etc. Slowly but surely, Indeed had more corporate content, more ATS Mm -hmm. relationships where it was direct employer stuff, and the job board slowly got squeezed out. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of like you can cook a frog, you know, one degree at a time and they won't jump out of the pot. Uh, Career Builder, Monster, and others could have easily destroyed Indeed at the beginning. Uh, They did not. They enjoyed the free traffic until it became paid traffic. And more and more, it's becoming no traffic um, exactly. unless you pay for it. So, exactly. so yeah, this this may be a little bit of payback for Monster and Career Builder to uh, partner with Google, the 800-pound gorilla, to sort of uh, beat Indeed over the head a little bit for what they did in the past. Yeah, I I don't see how either Career Builder or Monster um, how this helps them at all. <laughs> to be quite frank, I, I think they've given up. At least Career Builder sort of. I wouldn't say given up on the job posting. Yeah business, but it's certainly on the back burner. Uh, Monster, it makes much less sense because of what they don't do. Right, right. Well, so this is obviously an effective message. And and I've heard um, Indeed boast during presentations about spending millions of dollars on Google to drive traffic to Indeed search. Um, But Google, they they don't have to advertise, right? I mean, they've got the job search already because it's happening every day through normal search behavior. So what the hell does that mean when Google becomes the de facto facto search for not just Indeed? I mean, that's going to put a a big wrinkle in in Indeed's game. But what about Career Builder and Monster and some of the other job sites that are out there too? Right. I mean, what does that what does it mean at that point? I think it's a it's a huge bucket of ice water um, thrown over the heads of a lot of companies. Ice, ice bucket. Now, I can't now I can't imagine that indeed, you know, every year they go over SWOT analysis and they have to be talking about what if Google does this? Um, so they have to they I'm sure they've known it's coming. Um, if I'm them. You know, I'm, I'm focused on a few things. I'm focused on content that isn't jobs. So they have a very robust reviews section, you know, salary se- section. Um, I mean, they have trends data that I think could be utilized better. But how, how do people get there, though? They get there through Google, right? Well, Google, sure. But, but yeah. are, are you going to find jobs when you search, you know, working at IBM? Uh, you might find jobs, but yeah. you might be looking for reviews. Like I think people will still look out, look for reviews, and and there's no evidence that Google's getting into the review aggregation business, um, which they might. Who knows? Uh, they certainly got into Yelp's, you know, grill mm-hmm. with reviews of their own. 
Um, so that could happen. But one of the things I'm doing, indeed, I'm looking at the content I have that Google doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably looking really hard at mobile. And I'm, I'm working really hard to be the, the handheld device, you know, icon for job search. Because we know that fewer and fewer people go to Google for certain searches, you know, like Yelp, for an example. If, if I want a restaurant, I usually go to Yelp because I know I'm going to get what I need. I'm going to get reviews. I'm going to get a, a map and, and whatnot. Um, Indeed needs to try really hard to be, you know, the mobile homepage button for job search. And they need to convince uh, people that they are the, the source for that. And they need to get more into, you know, take Career Builder's playbook and probably be probably be more of a technology solution. So whether that's applicant tracking system, which I know you're poo-pooing, um, or CRM, or you know, some sort of employment branding play. But there's no question that this is a really bad scenario for Indeed. Indeed's going to have to spend a shitload of money to be able to even think about keeping up because look at any searches today. You do any type of job searches in Google and organically Indeed rises to the top. That's going to be going away. That will be going away because there's going to be a job search that's above the fold. Now, think of this. And I mean, this is the big thing. So it's not just this type of job search. You take a look at the Google Jobs API. Um, and I saw, you know, some people talking about, well, you know, it all depends on how their search works and so on and so forth. Well, Google's API, their Jobs API, is powering searches on CareerBuilder, Dice, and who knows what other freaking job boards they're powering right now. Not to mention they're powering corporate career sites um, such as J&J, Eden Corporation, and like 30 other companies. Um, and what does this matter, right? Well, their machine learning is learning from these job search behaviors already, and they've been learning for months. So yeah, Google is once again, they're rolling out the Trojan horse and they're doing it with a smile. And the dollars that people are spending on Indeed right now, they're going to be spending on Google. And Indeed's going to have to spend a hell of a lot more money on Google too. And XM Radio and TV. I mean, dude, this is this is going to be a huge shot. Yeah, it's, it's hard to sugarcoat uh, what just happened for Indeed and a lot of the other uh, job sites. And... Um, yeah, they gotta they gotta be really creative in in the what's next. What okay, um, so and you talked about ATS, right? Indeed's going ATS, which I think is gonna be crap. Um Google Hire, right? So most applicant tracking systems they have a they have proprietary search technology, which sucks in most cases, not all. Um, but either on the jobs or on the job side and on the candidate database side. So Google's mach- machine learning is already in the process of not just learning job search behaviors, but also learning candidate search behaviors and being able to create that AI or predictive technology that you and I have been talking about for shit, six, eight, oh, 11 weeks. No, it's been 11 weeks now. Yeah. Um, they're building this shit and they're doing it with all these different prongs. They've got the Google for jobs which is, I think, part. It's it's just a different kind of flavor of the Google Jobs API and how they're actually getting the data, and then obviously all that's being pulled into uh, Google Hire, the the applicant tracking system. So you know, the, the big question for you, because I know this was this is this is your arena. What does this mean for all? What does this mean for all those hyper SEO efforts companies have been angling for 
over the past decade. Yeah, it's bad for them too. Um, you know, I think another thing that, that you mentioned uh, that you, you sort of alluded to, uh, say, so J&J is using uh, the API. You know, how soon before uh, J&J's ATS is Google Hire? And because you're on Google Hire, you're guaranteed to be in the search results on Google because you use their product. Yep. So now... I don't, you know, the money I spent on Indeed or wherever else, I don't have to because I'm spending money on Google Hire, which guarantees that my jobs are going to be on Google Search. Mm-hmm. So now you have a, a mass sort of, you know, exodus of the old school models coming into Google because they can deliver search. They have, they're going to have great technology. We know that. They're going to have usa- great usability in UX. Yep. And now, oh, we have this search engine that a lot of people use, and you can make sure that your jobs are going to be seen by using our service. And then, as we've talked about before, you know, the next phase is, you know, apply with Google. So now you have your Google profile, professional profile, and now you're competing with Microsoft, LinkedIn, Facebook, and the others, which we both agree is sort of Google's final, uh, you know, final war, final battlefront yep. in, this, in this question. But yeah. In terms of, you know, the companies who exist to quote unquote optimize your jobs, SEO your jobs, yeah, um, those become much less important, um, and there aren't many services left that do that. Right, uh, we know Dot Jobs is still doing it. Um, like Opti Job, I don't even know if they're still around, but I, I mean, know. it's not as as big of a business model. But yeah, if you're doing SEO for job postings, like, good luck with that because well, Google has just smushed you. Yeah, I mean, think of it from I mean, from the corporate side, you can do it because you're looking for better candidate experience. I mean, there there are other reasons than just SEO. Um, but on the you, you mentioned dot jobs on the dot job side, remember they were they spun up like I was there at the time, spun up like forty thousand different URLs. That was like engineering dot jobs, Oklahoma dot jobs. Those in effect become worthless. Period. Yep. So all those different properties that are out there today that actually exist, you might as well go go ahead, save your money, pull that shit down now because it's going to be worthless. Yeah. So we, we've talked a little bit about what Indeed should do or might do. What do the niche niche sites do? I think we'll talk a little bit about that later in the pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ladders we talked a, a couple weeks ago, you know, their their answer is sort of hiring journalists and creating, I guess, deep content around, you know, searching for a job or, you know, professional advice, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk We'll talk two converging uh, business models on uh, what might be in the future for job sites. But uh, Google Jobs, uh, probably the biggest story in the last five to ten years in our space. And continuing to be. Yeah, it will, it will uh, continue to be, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Uh, more in the weeks to come. But let's take a quick break before we uh, cover some other newsworthy items from the week uh, from uh, beyond.com. Go beyond. Recruitment is an interesting space. We all say we're looking for a cool, new, fresh source of talent. Meanwhile, we keep going back to the same old sites and sources again and again. So here's something you may not have tried. Beyond's Flex Plan. Beyond.com is a powerhouse with over 56 million job seekers and huge site traffic. They've helped thousands of companies connect with talent through job advertising, resume search, email marketing, 
text recruiting, and more. Beyond's Flex Plan gives you targeted exposure for all your jobs for one low, flat rate. Here's how it works. You tell Beyond how many jobs you have, and Beyond gives you one simple price to market all of your jobs in its diverse network. Beyond pulls the jobs right from your career site and uses an algorithm to target the right talent. No messy cost per click and monthly budgets and such. Just set it and forget it. And here's a Chad and Cheese podcast special. Try Beyond's Flex Plan Trial Package. It's a three-month, full-service trial at 80% off of their Flex Plan rate. 80% off. Just go to beyond.com slash cheddar to learn more. That's beyond.com slash C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Go beyond. Go beyond right now. Chad, if a site has a .io at the end of it, is how do you say that? Is it is it IO at the end? So our news item is on talent.io. Yeah. But that could be talentio. It could be talent.io. I don't like what's the protocol on .io? IO. <laughs> OH. Uh, yeah, very ah, good. Oh, yeah. Very good. I, you, it took, you slipped that one in, didn't you? I like that. It took a ways to get to that, but uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Does uh, anybody own oh.io? I'm checking this shit out. I might own oh, it. I'm sure they do. I'm oh, sure they do. So oh.io. Premium. Um, so talent.io or talentio, whatever we're calling it, <laughs> um, a company out of France. Yeah, so we're probably uh, doing is, operation yeah. operation. Yeah, you've already poo pooed it because it's out of France. <laughs> uh, operating in the UK and Germany, they are a, they are basically a job site. However, on their all their literature, they call themselves a recruitment platform. So no one is a job board anymore. They're they're recruitment platforms or some other variation of that. But these guys essentially help IT people get hired and companies hire IT people. Um, the business model, which you don't quite understand, uh, I'll try to sum up in basically uh, engineers, techies join the site. There's a very exclusive model where apparently only 10% of the people get in. So there's a velvet rope around the site and the company filters the people. They introduce them to the companies, the companies, interview the people. If they pay, there's two kind of different business models or payment models. And these guys just got $8.8 million in addition to the $2.2 million that they got. So they're upwards of $11 million for this business model, which you apparently hate. So yeah, don't mischaracterize Joel. I understand it. (laughs) I think it's stupid. You just hate it. I think it's stupid as hell. I mean, it's not technology. It's not technology. It's a search firm or more of what we like to call search assist. And it, it, it also defies sustainability. So anybody who's actually chunking more money into this, it makes no sense because from a growth standpoint, um, you're not going to be able to keep up with uh, the, actual, the, the growth of the organization unless you just continue to add people because this is not technology. And we're talking about more overhead, not more technology. Because 30 days, and I'm going to give you a quote, after a month, candidates who don't find a new job are removed from the platform. Why? They go through all these hoops 
to actually, they said, what was the percentage of individuals who actually make it into this velvet rope system? Was it like 10%? 10%. Okay, so 10%. So the, the, the best 10% you let in, right? You let them in and all the other companies that are out there say, hey, we want to keep the cream of the crop because they're going to be the cream of the crop. But what these idiots do is they kick them to the curb after 30 days. Where is the long-term sustainability for something like that? It doesn't even make sense from a search firm standpoint. So from a technology standpoint, I'm going to go ahead. I mean, I can see if you purge every maybe annually if there's no engagement or anything like that. But every 30 days, you're a bunch of flipping idiots. That's great talent. You just put all that work in to get to the top 10 freaking percent and then you kick them out the door. You're idiots. Uh, Yeah. And how... Like how bad is your marketing if only 90% if ninety percent of the people you're targeting <laughs> suck? Yeah. Like wouldn't you sort of reevaluate your marketing strategy? Oh, God. Like maybe your targeting is a bit off. Yeah. Well, if, you're, I, if you're laying out flyers at the local high school, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe <laughs> it's a bad – maybe it's not working. At the computer lab? At the computer lab and, or at the conference And assuming, assuming the marketing's fine. Yeah. Like, why would you, why would a job seeker go through the time and energy to submit their profile if they have a 90% shot of being rejected? It's like if you were single and this bar was touting, you know, 90% of our women will kick, you know, will not kick, will dis, you know, will not, <laughs> you know, will not uh, engage with you. Like, yeah, would you yeah. go to that bar? Yeah. Like, your chances aren't very good. Yeah, no. Now, granted, my chances were probably less than 10%. But that's aside from from the, the conversation here. Yeah, yeah, we're talking but, about one percent on that one. But these guys got money, so they got to have revenue. They got, I mean, but it, it do, so it does speak to the fact that people need technical professionals. It's right? working in the short term for short, uh, small amounts of individuals, right? They, when you grow, when you grow, you can't scale this. That's the thing. When you're looking, when you're looking at, when you're looking at business, you can't scale it. Now, here's the thing, though, from from a pricing standpoint. It makes no sense either. And it, you take a look at there are like two options that in your article that you posted. They make no sense. Mathematically, they make no sense. In closing, it's not a recruit, it's not a recruitment platform. It's not a recruitment platform. Again, it's not a recruitment platform. This is it's it's horrible. Eight point eight million dollars down the drain, you idiots. Wow. Are you throwing them on the hot steaming pile of garbage? This is this this is it's not more. It's not. It's it's not more stupid or, or stupider, <laughs> right? Than than elevated career. Is that what it is? Elevated careers. Um, elevated but, careers man, and purple squirrel. I think uh, are on the uh, the pile. Is that what? Oh, okay. So yeah, this one goes on with those guys. There's no question. I mean, an elevated careers much much really must really suck if they can't get money. All right. All right. Well, the, you heard the bell. That means go on. We, we, you know, the pile of garbage has been added to. Let's move on to a company that is not on the piling, steaming hot garbage. Now they're just uh, catching up. No, LinkedIn. Yeah, they're just catching LinkedIn, up. LinkedIn continues to churn out the hits, uh, which, frankly, I'm impressed with. I thought there might be a real quiet period. Uh-huh. But they are they are launching stuff, and whether you like or dislike LinkedIn, you mm-hmm. got to give them props for like moving faster and better than they have in in many many years. But this past week, they launched uh, a little in mail analytics tool for their recruiter product, mm-hmm. 
and they've enhanced the mobile search product. So InMail, for those who don't know, is their sort of direct mail pro, uh, solution where a recruiter or employer can InMail someone, which is basically email them, and then you email them through LinkedIn system, and if they answer you, you pay for that InMail, blah, blah, blah. It's a way to so, extract more money from users. Right, pretty much. So yeah. it's been working fine, but they finally figured, they've, they've essentially said, we need more analytics around this. Um, so they're going to tell recruiters more information about what emails are performed better. Uh, they're going to learn from the team and, and what sort of templates or messages work best. So it's it's a nice step forward. Um, you know, yeah. they're not quite in the MailChimp get response, <laughs> a Weber, you know, sort of. They don't have drip campaigns or automated response. There's no AI in this. But it is a step in the right direction. Well, we we talked about it was a couple of weeks ago. It was the the April 29th pod um, where they were finally starting to do retargeting and they were starting to do some things that they should have been really doing for years. This is in the same category. I mean, they 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 should have been doing this. I'm glad that they are now. Um, for the amount of money that LinkedIn charges for uh, an organization to use their platform, they, they definitely need to up their game. And it looks like they're starting to, to up their game on both sides, being the employer side, on the in-mail side of the house. Uh, a hell of a lot of recruiters use these. Um, but then also in the mobile job search where they're looking at doing some type of matching. And when anybody gets into matching, Again, I go back into the elevated careers steaming pile of garbage kind of thought process. They're going to have to prove this one. I, I think they can because they've got more data than most organizations do, but they're still trying to bump up against shitty job descriptions. Um, so, you know, that it is it is what it is. We'll see how it pops. Yeah. So I think I think their their mobile job search um, activities were were are really interesting. Um, they launched a specific job button on their uh, native app for iOS and Android and probably mm-hmm. other, probably Microsoft phones or whatever. But yep. um, since they put that sort of standalone button, they've seen basically job activity skyrocket on their on their sites. So they're committed to job postings, number one, from this. They're committed to mobile from this action. But I think what was most interesting from it was what they've discovered is people don't people don't click in a search box and click search on mobile as much as they like to browse what's there. So what they found was people would click the jobs button, you know, probably when they're at line at the grocery store or they're on the train or whatever, and they just like to kind of browse who's hiring, what jobs are out there. There wasn't a lot of searching, you know, marketing jobs in Tennessee or something. Right. It's so, search. Yeah, so this so this is sort of a, a step toward um, that different world, a non-Google type world. So I think this sort of goes against what Google's doing in terms of of behavior. But I think I think they they need to become more like an Amazon or a Netflix. In other words, they need to do the search for people. So just like when you go watch a movie on Netflix, you get you know ten related movies that Netflix or Amazon products have basically said, you should buy this because we know a lot about you and we think you'll like this. That's essentially how job search has to become. We have to get away from just searching marketing and seeing what's out there to the machines actually just serving up, here are the perfect jobs that we think are for you. 
And I think this move by LinkedIn sort of showcases how important that that next step is in, in job search. We're starting to see that on the AI predictive side already anyway, right? So the question is, what is indeed employing from a technological standpoint to be able to make that that happen? Is it just a bunch of tables where they're, you know, aligning business development manager with uh, many other titles, what, 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 whatever it might be, right? Um, on the faceted search side of the house or, or browse, faceted browse, um, you know, there's been tons of research that demonstrates that the faceted search where you're actually going through the browsing process is very powerful. Now, when you take a look at Google Jobs, there is a piece of that that is actually faceted search on the mobile aspect. When you see the when you see the um, the, the screenshot of mobile, so when you do a search, then you go right into faceted, and and that is pretty much how it works. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to mold all of that together into a much better experience for mobile. Um, and you know, again, we'll we'll see. I, I really want to see. Um, you know, what kind of jobs I start getting from LinkedIn uh, that uh, either hit the mark or, or really just, just suck. Yeah, it's going to be really, really tough for Indeed um, to compete on this level because Google, Facebook, et cetera, they know what you're liking. They know what you're clicking on. They yeah. know what you're reading. Like their data, their data set is so much more robust than what it Indeed has. So it's going to be really tough. But I think that this is ultimately the world that we're going to have to live in. Like if, if you're still making people type stuff in a box, you know, <laughs> that's going to be really antiquated someday. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're, we're talking about lifestyle. That's what it is, right? Indeed is not a lifestyle platform that you are on every single day. It's not, right? Google is. Google is my Android phone, right? Google knows what I'm doing. I mean, they're, they're as big brother as 1984 is, right? And so, and, and LinkedIn is more that way, but not as much as Google and they Facebook. They want to be that way. Facebook. And, and, Facebook and Microsoft might help them get there, particularly on a, on a business side. Yep. But yeah, Indeed, man, Indeed is a transaction. I mean, yep. you don't spend time on Indeed unless you're looking for a job. So it's going to be really tough for them to uh, compete. But let's, uh, speaking of competition, uh, let's take a break and hear from uh, America's Job Exchange before we talk about some opposing dead or alive arguments for job sites. America's Job Exchange is a market leader in diversity recruitment and an OFCCP compliance solution provider. We serve over a thousand customers, consisting of federal contractors and subcontractors, to SMBs and Fortune 500 organizations. America's Job Exchange specializes in job distribution to over 6,500 state one-stop career centers and community-based organizations, ensures the creation and maintenance of state credentials, obtains veteran preference on job postings, robust outreach management, and supports effective, positive recruitment efforts designed to recruit individuals with disabilities, veterans, women, and minorities. For more information, call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.americasjobexchange.com. A-J-E. <laughs> So we have two opposing views on the future of, of job boards and if they're dead or not. Yeah. Uh, you, you had a, a conversation with the guy at intelligencecareers.com, which mm-hmm. are not going to have any careers postings anymore. Talk <laughs> about that. Bill Golden. Yeah. So, so Bill Golden, you know, a few years ago, 
um, he and his team realized that either they were going to have to kill their job board model or it was going to kill them. I mean, just the trends and, and everything that they saw. Um, so they, they took great effort to do really some introspective research and, and found that, obviously, clients don't want to take the the, the time to post jobs. It's not a revelation. We've known that for years. Um, and there's an increasing belief in not wanting to pay for jobs. Thanks indeed, right? Um, but uh, really, sourcers and recruiters, they won't log into an, a, another platform and use the resume database. They want candidates served up to them on a silver platter. So Bill and the team, they, they, they're smart cookies. They developed internal search um, AI. There's that word again, AI, uh, to be used um, on their ever-growing candidate database uh, open you know, for, for client recs. So they would actually use this AI system against requisitions with a new, what they're calling, search assist model. So kind of thinking about the, the talent IO conversation that we had and how, how much idiots they are for purging candidates, Bill and his team, they know that you know having those candidates just make a lot of sense because they can go out to clients and they can fill jobs against those recs. So what they've done is, go figure, recruiters and companies want the easy button. Everybody wants the easy button these days. Sure. So Bill and his team created the, the, the easy button and they got rid of the words job board in everything they do. They don't even say the word job board in public circles nowadays because it said, he said it almost killed their business. And now they're more of a search assist services organization. They've, they have candidates. You have open recs. They'll help you any way they can to try to fill those recs. So you know how they're getting those candidates now? Well, they I mean, they've been in business since 1999. Okay. So, and they are in D.C., and it is intelligence, which, you know, it tends up there are a ton of intelligence professionals in and around that area. So they're kind of a known brand with the intelligence community. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. To some effect. And, and you know, they, they, they run in those circles and, and those types of things. So um, for them, again, I think for them, it, it was it was a, a very smart move. I would agree. If, if you're that niche, it probably makes a lot of sense to be sort of a. Um, concierge or a boutique type service for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, in, I'm intrigued that companies, even though that's a really hard to find position that they're not willing to sort of look through a database or that they're not willing to put in extra work, but people are lazy. So yeah, I, I get the, uh, we, we just want you to do it for us yeah. and service the candidate. So that's, that's definitely interesting. And, and, you know, we are, uh, we're, we're, we had a talk with Peter Weddle the other day. Um, who is the head of the formerly IAEWS, which used to be the International Association of Employment Websites. Mm -hmm. And they have since changed their name to TA Tech. And membership of job boards, do you remember what he said? Is it 40 or 60%? Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously it's dropping because nobody wants to be known as a job board anymore. They want to be known as recruitment technology. Yeah, or be in the business anymore. A lot of people are trying to dump it or just, you know... Just throw in Indeed backfill and see what happens. Unlike, so the, yeah, unlike <laughs> our other our other friends at JobBoard.io, they had a little news this week. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, they they were talking about their their new Boost product, which is cool. So I, I called Christian Christian over there, who's the the founder 
Um, and um, for those of you who don't know Jobboard.io, it, it's a job board platform that's it's really evolving in what it means to be a job board. And, and they have uh, 200 or so job board clients like Politico, EU, TechCrunch, and a bunch of associations. So it's it, it's a job board. I mean, and they serve as a job board uh, platform, much like an ADCO or, or some of those that, that, that are all out there. But anyway, this week, uh, they announced their Boost product, which is really just programmatic advertising. And, and you've, you've got some history of programmatic advertising, Joel. So for anybody who's not out there, they don't understand programmatic, explain that a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a nice segue from the we don't like to do it ourselves conversation <laughs> and that people just like to push a button and let let the market or the robots or whoever do it for you. So essentially, you know, Facebook kind of started this with their boost button. So when you posted something on Facebook, on your, your, your uh, fan page, your company page, uh, you could easily just push boost. And for $7 or $10 or however much you sort of wanted to boost your post to your fans, you would pay Facebook that money. And they would kind of take care of the targeting and the, yeah. you know, the, the, uh, the optimization uh, for you. You didn't have to do it. So what Jobboardio or Jobboard.io, whatever we're calling it, um, <laughs> what, they're doing is, what they're doing is essentially like, hey, do you want this many more candidates? Boost here. Yep. If you want this many more, boost here. If you want this many more, boost here. And an employer who, frankly, doesn't care about how it's done, you know, it's like just cook the sausage. Let me eat it. Yep. Let me enjoy it. I don't need to know how it's made. That's kind of what what these guys are doing. But here's and the, I, here's the thing, though. They're doing it for job boards, right? So they're rolling it out to their clients, which are job boards. Now, the job boards have clients, which are obviously the the talent acquisition, recruiting, and so on and so forth. So this is something that's going to be rolling out. Uh, you should really look for uh, programmatic to be big. Uh, and when it comes to job boards really becoming something new, and, and that being said, you know, America's Job Exchange. I was on a uh, um, a webinar earlier this week, and they're doing the same thing, but it's specifically for compliance customers. Because over the years, compliance has specifically been about checking a box and emailing jobs and just a bunch of bullshit that really doesn't get anybody any hires. I mean, I'm a huge advocate for veterans, individuals with disabilities, and many different, you know, what what they call protected groups, but groups of individuals who are looking for good jobs. Um, the problem is with compliance, they, they, there was really no focus on any of the, the outcomes and actually getting hires. Well, America's Job Exchange um, they've beta tested this new pro programmatic outreach technology, and it's it's amazing. They've experienced nearly 400% increase in views and of, of the jobs for some of the companies that are beta testing for them, and nearly 400% increase in actual applies. Um, they're, they're still running. They're still running through data with their clients and things of that nature, but here's an Oshila moment. It's going to be ready for the world in the next couple of weeks, right? So, I mean, 
this is really cool from the standpoint of, yeah, we hear about Boost and Jobboard.io and it's going to be coming out. 200 job boards are going to be having it. Um, but today, companies can actually say, hey, look, we want to focus on diversity hiring, not this bullshit check in the box stuff. What can you do to help America's Job Exchange? Um, they've got new leadership in there and they're really building um, something that's entirely different from uh, what they were known as. They were known as a job board before. Yeah. Today, they're definitely not known as a job board. Yeah. Um, one clarification. So job board powers the job board software yeah. or technology for sites like Politico that you mentioned. Yeah. So they're not doing it for job boards. They are basically a, a, an add-on for what's already a destination site. And talking to Christian in the past as well, you know, the most successful com- uh, customers that he has are the ones like Politico or association sites or media sites where there's already an established um, audience. And I think that where banner advertising and things like that are drying up for a lot of publishers yeah. that, that they're looking to how do we make money and tagging jobs, you know, onto your site is a way to do that. Um, I think he would, Christian would probably tell you that if, if someone came to him and said, Hey, I want to launch, blankety blank jobs.com uh-huh. uh if he was honest with them would say you don't have a chance in hell unless it's a totally <laughs> unless it's a totally new category yeah, of, yeah of being successful so you know are job boards dead or not you know i think the days of the standalone this is all we do is really really challenged i think hey we have a job site as part of this other thing um complementary to what we do you know that seems to be you know if not thriving at least surviving at this point yeah, yeah. Well, in from the standpoint of those organizations where you really want to get your jobs, you want to get your jobs out. Um, you're going to see more of these buzzwords like programmatic recruiting. And if you don't know what they are, it's time talent acquisition professionals, recruiters, whatever. It's time you get your shit together and you start learning what these things can do for you because they're, it's important. Uh, obviously, posting and praying and posting and spraying your jobs out to everybody and anybody, shit's not working anymore. So focus on uh, these new technologies. Learn, people. Learn. Learn. All right, man. Uh, good stuff. It's been a good week. Yeah, a lot of good good uh, news. We expect it to uh, heat up in summer with the conferences. So stay tuned uh, for coming weeks. We appreciate your listenership. Um, also, I know uh, rest in peace, Chris Cornell, lead singer of Soundgarden, man, um, who passed away this week. I know that Chad and I are pretty much the same age, and to start seeing sort of people of our age or people of our generation pass is uh, a little bit sad. So, Dude was only 52. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Dude, only 52, yeah. So I'm going to go listen to uh, Black Hole Sun and uh, have a moment of silence. I'm Chad, you have that. a good weekend, man. I'm going to do that and have a beer. You too, man. Later. Right on. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, 
thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.